Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Uh, Mark Canna said something interesting on Sunday. He said he bulked up during the offseason and wants to hit more home runs. God bless you, Mark Canna, because the Mets could use it. <laughs> I mean, if there's the Mets <laughs> scored the fifth most runs in Major League Baseball last year, and that's fine. That was a good number. They did not hit enough home runs. Mark Canna was very down when it comes to home runs. Remember, here is home run totals. In 2019, in playing just 126 games, he hit 26 home runs. 26. And that's only in a buck 26. The year before that, his first full year, really, in the major leagues, he hit 17 home runs in 122 games. So you're looking at a guy that over a full season should hit 20 to 25 home runs. 2020, you got to throw out. It's such a short year. 2021. His final year in Oakland before he came to the Mets hit 17 home runs in 141 games. This year, the past year, 2022, he only hit 13 home runs, which is the fewest home runs he's hit in any kind of full season. So while Cano wasn't bad by any stretch, he was a good Matt. He certainly had his moments. I think his most infamous moment with the Mets was actually a home run, the home run with the bat flip against the Philadelphia Phillies. And he got on base a lot. He made contact. He, he was fine last year. I don't think Mark Cannon was a bad Met. We did get false advertisement on the home runs. He should have hit more than 13. So when I hear Mark Cannon say, yeah, I want to hit more home runs, my response is, you damn effing right, you should. You know, I, I'm not asking you to hit 40. I'm asking you to hit, let's say, 20. So if you tack on seven more home runs, I don't know. That's a big deal. That's a big deal to this offense, an offense that needs home runs. So it is spring training. Everybody's in the best shape of their life. I totally get that. I liked hearing Mark Canna tell us what the truth is, which is I should hit more home runs, and I plan on hitting more home runs. As long as he does not change his approach to play, because that's the one thing that was huge with him. It's like It's almost like the Nimmo effect on the right side. He saw a lot of pitches. He was able to get bat on ball a lot. And there was one at bat where it wasn't, a, I don't believe it went led to a home run. I think it just led to like a base hit, but I think it either tied the game or took the lead or whatever the case is, all because he fouled off a ton of pitches and all right. because he wouldn't strike out. And that's the mentality that I need. So if he's going to say, all right, I, I bulked up. We need to get some more. I got some more power because I want to hit some balls on offense. That's great. But if, it, if, if he strikes out more now, uh, it's not going to be good. So so here's what's interesting about that. In 2021 and 2022, it's a, it's a good comparison because it's one year to the next, but he played the same amount of games. So 
we don't have to kind of do mental gymnastics and trying to figure out the numbers. He played the same amount of games, but 141 games in 2021. He played 140 games last year with the Mets. And we saw two different Mark Hanna's. With Oakland, he hit just 230. With the Mets, he had 266. So a 35-point increase in terms of batting average. But his on-base percentage did not go up the way it should have, considering his average was up 30 points, mainly because he walked far less. With the Mets this past year, he walked 48 times. With Oakland, 77 times, which is a big number. I mean, 30 more walks in the same amount of games. But to your point, he struck out 31 more times. He struck out 128 times with Oakland, 97 with the Mets. He got hit the same amount of times, drove in the exact same amount of runs, 61, but he had 17 home runs in 21. He hit just 13 home runs last year, and the OPS is very similar, 746 with Oakland, 770 with the Mets. So it's almost like take your pick. You get more walks, more strikeouts, and more home runs with Oakland Marcana. You get fewer home runs. Fewer strikeouts, fewer walks, but a higher batting average with Mets market, Canada. So which one would you rather have, Pete? If it's going to lead to game-winning hits, I want the guy that's going to make most contact. And that's something that we're going to see a lot. Now, with the, with the whole rule change, with the shift not being there, I think a lot of hits are going to scrape through. So I prefer the more contact Mark Canada. I also prefer the Mark Hanna from 2019, who had 26 home runs and had a 913 OPS. So I mean, come thinking, on. What are you asking for everything now? You gluttonous? Come on. <laughs> but but Mark Hanna, to me, I direct and I, I put together with Beatty. Because if Mark Hanna is not producing at a high level, the option of who plays left field is Jeff McNeil. It's not as much Tommy Pham. Uh, it's not Khalil Lee more on him as he's off the 40 man roster and won't even be at Met camp and probably shouldn't even be in camp at all. I think the Mets almost feel obligated for him to be there as he's being investigated for domestic violence, but the Mets don't have a lot of outfield depth. Their outfield depth is from guys who can play the outfield like Jeff McNeil. So if Mark can is not hitting the way I envision it is that opens up a chance for Brett Beatty. You could also argue it opens up a chance for Luis Guillorme, where Luis plays second and McNeil plays left. And that's thousand percent an option. Now you also have to factor in Starling Marte not being healthy. Starling Marte, as you mentioned earlier, admitted that he had both groins bothering him, needed to have surgery during the offseason. He expects to be ready for opening day, but Marte is going to be one of those guys that you cannot run out every single day. I don't think he can. I don't think he can at his age. I don't think he can with his injury history. I think you need to be careful with him, which again creates the question. Okay, he's not playing. Who is? Beatty. Not as an outfielder. If the Mets aren't comfortable moving Beatty to the outfield because they want him to learn third, that's fine. McNeil can play the outfield. Guillaume can play second. Escobar can play second. They have the ability to fix their outfield depth issues by using a lot of Jeff McNeil in the outfield which creates at-bats for Brett Beatty and Luis Guillerme. Hence, why I am rooting more than anything else during spring training besides health for Brett Beatty to tear it up and make this freaking team. Why is Jeff McNeil an outfield? Like, we've seen him before, but it's, is it very Daniel Murphy-esque, or is it better than that? He's fine in the end. Jeff McNeil's not a gold glover in the outfield, but, we have, but he's we're, we're, But here's the problem, though. 
Ev. And and listen, what? I'm not one for the analytics. I'm not looking for for a gold glove. But are we really moving Jeff McNeil out to outfield because hey, that gives us an extra spot to put uh, Guillaume at second and somebody else at third? Dude, they don't have any outfielders. <laughs> no, it's like, not that, my fault. That's Apple's fault. Bro, they've got five outfielders on the 40-man roster. They've got Mark Canna, who we just said we may bench. Brandon Nimmo, God willing, he's healthy for a second straight year. Starling Marte, who just had both groins examined. Darren Ruff, if you want to call him an outfielder. And Tommy Pham. That's it. Those are the outfield. Now, they have Tim Castro coming to spring training. So they've got other options. but. They don't have a lot of outfield depth. So the only way to, to, to kind of handle that is by having a guy like Jeff McNeil play the outfield because they don't have other options. Like, who, uh, who the hell do you want playing the outfield on no, the days no, no. where Starling Marte's off? But that's the problem. It's like, hey, let's put Jeff McNeil out there because we could, he could he could play a position. But that's like that's something you do in like Little League, not in professional baseball. It's like, I, I hope he can catch a baseball. No, he's better than that. That's not fair. He's not... <laughs> is he better at second base than left field? Yes, but I think he's an adequate defensive outfielder. That's how I'd kind of view McNeil. He's not great. He's not amazing, but he's adequate. And adequate to me is enough. Carlos Carrasco, quarterback, Joe Walter, cut his finger cutting vegetables. And the buck made some kind of joke that uh, you wouldn't have that problem if he cut hot dogs. I don't know. Here's all I wanted to know when I heard that story. Is he going to miss time? That's all I wanted to know. <laughs> is he missing a start? Is he missing two spring training starts? Is he missing a month? Does that mean David Peterson's in the rotation? And a lot was made over the last few days about Cody Senga. He had a bad bullpen session. Then he had a good bullpen session. I'm not judging Senga till I watch him. Even in spring training. Like, I'll judge him a little bit in spring training because we're actually watching the guy pitch. But outside of that, I can't get nuts about it. We will go deeper, though, into the breakdown of this roster uh, coming up on our next Rico. 